0: Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the Eora Nation on which I live and work. I pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Elders past and present. Does what we think matter? I mean, does it really make that much of a difference? Encouraging students to think in ways that facilitate strong performance has been a hobby of mine for a while now. My students are now used to me asking, but what were you thinking before you began that piece? What will you tell yourself before you try this piece again? What is going to be going on through your mind when you're sitting in class waiting to perform in front of the others? Well, today I thought I'd share with you what sparked this interest and why I think it's important. It began with a 2005 study about ultra-endurance triathletes. Now, for those that know me, they will find this quite laughable as I am anything but an ultra-endurance triathlete. But at the time, I had a friend and colleague who, when he wasn't gigging as a singer-songwriter and rocking his guitar, was training for Ironman competitions. I mean, the type of triathlon where you swim nearly four kilometres You then cycle for 180 kilometers, and then to finish off, you run 42 kilometers. Way out of my league. Anyway, this study looked at these ultra-endurance triathletes and compared the thoughts of those who were experts, who historically always finished at the front of the pack, versus those who historically finished in the middle of the pack or at the back of the pack. To do this, all participants were shown a video montage of key parts from an Ironman World Championships race. And as these segments were playing, the athletes were asked to speak aloud what they were thinking during each of the key points in the race. The key points were divided into four types of race sections. Preparatory thoughts during the pre-race setup and just prior to the beginning of the swim, the cycle and the run. Starting thoughts at the beginning of the swim, cycle and run. Finishing thoughts at the end of the swim, cycle and the run. And passing thoughts when they were overtaken by another competitor or when they overtook another competitor. The first thing the researchers noticed was that the experts, those who usually finished at the front of the pack, thought very differently from those who finished in the middle of the pack or those who usually finished at the back of the pack. Competitors in the middle of the pack or the back of the pack engaged in far more passive thoughts, such as, I'm feeling nervous. I'm relieved that leg is finished. I did really well in that cycle. The experts only engaged in these types of feelings in the pre-race setup or when the race was finished. During the race, the experts remained in the moment, They didn't waste thoughts on how to high-five the crowd well as they passed or encouraging fellow competitors as they passed them. Thoughts of the experts remained focused on the task they were doing. The experts also used more proactive thoughts in the preparatory phases and at the ends of sections to set up a strong beginning to the next leg of the race, making the best of the current circumstances of the other competitors around them to avoid mistakes and ensure smooth transitions and strong task execution. In contrast, some in the back of the pack group were thinking about how to ensure the best pose in the post-race photo. What I loved about this study was how the thought patterns of the athletes directly correlated with the athletic performance. And whilst the study sample was only small with 21 participants, it started me wondering if this was transferable to artistic performance. What if instead of being preoccupied with passive thoughts such as feelings of nervousness, self-consciousness or relief, our students were proactively thinking about ensuring sufficient momentum and volume to execute a phrase or gesture to the best of their ability? So this is the story of why I started asking my students what they are thinking and beginning my journey into looking at how we can help our students to improve their performance by changing how they think about them. I wonder if any of you have any experience of this in your working life. If you have, I'd love to hear from you in the chat below. If you'd like to find out more on how you can work with your students to change what they're thinking, check out the courses page at performingartspd.com. We have a number of courses on how you can help your students to improve their performance by changing their cognitions. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thank you for listening today. I wish you a wonderful week and hope you enjoy bringing out their best.